When Doctors' Education is Really Pharmaceutical Industry Marketing, Part 1. This is the Weight and Healthcare Newsletter. If you like what you're hearing, please consider subscribing and or sharing at weightandhealthcare.com. In discussing weight stigma and diet culture in medicine in general, and recently the new AAP guidelines that recommend intensive weight loss attempts to toddlers, a common question I get is, how did we get here? How did doctors get so totally invested in this paradigm that they just can't see past it? I think that a huge part of this is how enmeshed the weight loss industry is in every aspect of the healthcare system, including, and perhaps especially, provider education. Recently, I was contacted by Dr. Clarissa O'Connor and Dr. Will Ward, both family medicine residents who wanted to let me know about something that has been happening in their program regarding the education they are being offered. Just for starters, some background about the process of becoming a doctor in the U.S. It is both intense and hierarchical. After four years of medical school, newly minted doctors enter their residency. This stage of their training is specific to their chosen specialty, for example, internal medicine, OBGYN, family medicine, etc. At this point, they are medical doctors practicing under supervision. In their first year, residents are known as interns. In their second year, they become residents. In later years, residency can last from three to seven years depending on specialty, they become senior residents, overseeing the work of newer residents. Some senior residents will become a chief resident. Chief residents lead a group of residents both clinically and administratively. Those who choose additional training in a subspecialty fellowship are known as fellows. The doctors who contacted me are senior residents. They had been invited to a chief's resident summit on, quote, obesity and a family medicine chief's resident summit on diabetes. Both were free to the attendees and were billed as, quote, evidence-based educational conferences. One of the residents did some research and found that the seven speakers at the, quote, obesity summit had collectively accepted $2,651,160 from pharma companies that market weight loss since 2015 when data collection started. Five of the physicians accepted money from Novo Nordisk in 2021 with an average payment of $18,000. As a reminder, Novo Nordisk sells the weight loss drug Wagovi, which they promoted to their shareholders, would be massively profitable. The Summit on Diabetes was headlined by five doctors, some of whom also spoke at the, quote, obesity summit. Collectively, these five doctors had taken $7,106,460 from pharmaceutical companies that sell diabetes medications and supplies. Note that these numbers only include direct payments. These doctors have also collectively received millions more in research payments and associated research funding. It also only includes data up to 2021, and we know that Novo Nordisk has been absolutely pouring money into the Wergovi campaign in order to make good on their promise to shareholders of doubling their, quote, obesity sales by 2025. You can see the resident's full spreadsheet of calculations at weightandhealthcare.com in the, quote, obesity summit lineup. In addition to taking a ton of money from industries whose product the summit promotes, the speakers who are physicians have all also pinned their careers to the body size as disease framework, including several who own weight loss clinics. One speaker was the president of the, quote, Obesity Action Coalition. This is an AstroTurf organization that purports to be an advocacy group for higher weight people, but is, in fact, funded by and acting as a lobbying arm for the diet industry. Novo Nordisk is their chief funder. Let's be crystal clear about what is happening. As part of their training, these doctors are being invited to, quote, evidence-based educational summits, but what they are actually attending are essentially pharmaceutical company seminars. They are being indoctrinated with pharmaceutical and diet industry talking points without consent or knowledge unless they do their own research, which it's pretty difficult to find the time to do when you are training to be a doctor, and all under the guise of unbiased expert tutelage. This is not okay. 
This is a big part of how another generation of doctors are proselytized into a weight loss paradigm that has been actively failing patients for at least 100 years. In part two, we'll learn about the company behind this and take a closer look at what they are passing off as evidence-based medicine. Did you find this post helpful? You can subscribe for free to get future posts delivered directly to your inbox or choose a paid subscription to support the newsletter and get special benefits. Go to weightandhealthcare.com and click subscribe.